Hey guys, I'm Eric McLean. And I'm Kelly Gramlich. It's time to talk some ACC football. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? We are one sleep away from one of the best holidays there is. I hope all of you are going to have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you have so much turkey, you don't even know what to do with. My counterpart, KG, would, would be very disappointed in that. She wants you to have ham for some reason. But we have an awesome episode here for you guys. Clemson running back, Will Shipley. Will is having an exceptional freshman season for the Clemson Tigers. He leads the team with 557 rushing yards on just 112 carries, averaging right at five yards per carry. He is responsible for nine of Clemson's rushing touchdowns this season. And Shipley is coming off of a 112-yard performance in the Tigers' 48-27 win over number 10 Wake Forest. In the Wake win, Shipley became the first Clemson non-quarterback to both rush for a touchdown and throw for a touchdown since C.J. Spiller, his position coach, did so at NC State in 2009. Shipley came to Clemson as a highly regarded prospect. He was ranked as a five-star by 247 Sports and a high four-star by ESPN.com and Rivals.com. ESPN had him as the 21st-ranked player in his class. You guys are going to love this. We had so much fun talking with Will. Let's get to the interview. Will Shipley, my man, welcome to the podcast. We've been waiting all year to have a Clemson Tiger on the show, and uh, you're, you're the guy. So thank you so much for joining us. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'm, I'm uh, really excited for the podcast. No doubt, man. Thank you again. And, and I just want to start with talking about this past Saturday. I mean, a huge win over the number 10 Wake Forest Demon Deacons at home. People able to, to rush the field again like good old times. How did Saturday feel? Yeah, it was an amazing experience. Uh, you know, especially for me, it's really the first time that I've I've got that feeling. Um, you know, of 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 Clemson football. I mean, pretty much just you know playing a top ten opponent and you know handling them very well. And then you know, I, like you said, everybody rushing the field. Um, you know, it was it was really the first like full Clemson experience that I've gotten. So it was it was an amazing feeling and definitely something that I'll remember for the rest of my time. How was that experience? Because I remember you know back in my years and, and being there five years, it, it happened clearly every time, just because that's what Clemson does. How was it though, manipulating and going through traffic and maneuvering? How, how was that? Did you feel like you were you know, running on the goal line, like short yardage there trying to get through and get back to the locker room? Yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely crowded. Um, you know, all the fans weren't really trying to take my head off, which, you know, that was a perk. Um, <laughs> but no, it was, it was really, it was really just good having all the fans on there and, you know, being able to converse with them and, uh, you know, just, just talk with them. Um, you know, it was, it was a really cool uh, just an experience, and I'm 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 looking forward to it happening. You know, the the rest of my time, I, I love you know kind of connecting and being able to communicate with you know the the fan base that treats us so well. Well, one way that you've connected really well is is with these t-shirts that I'm supporting right here, right now. Ship happens. Uh, t- tell us the story behind this. Where the heck did this come from? How did it come about? And, and then the NIL deal with the uh, with the t-shirts. Yeah, it was, it was a crazy story. So, you know, Florida State, um, you know, we pull it out. You know, we, we win a pretty big game. And then Coach Sweeney calls me at like, you know, tw- like 12 o'clock after the game. You know, it was a 730 game. So I, I get a call from Coach Sweeney and I, I don't really know what to think. So I, I just pick it up and talking to him. And he's like, hey, I'm sitting in the car with with one of my friends. And and she she has a great idea for you. He's like, ship happens. 
and uh you know that that's kind of just the origin of it and and we just rolled with it from there um you know kind of talked to all my nil folks and and got got something that uh you know, we, we connected with Tiger Town Graphics. They've, they've done a great job for me. They put it all together, made it really easy on my end, um, you know, and just, just got it out like a week and a half before the UConn game. So it was, uh, <laughs> it's a crazy experience, really my first time, um, you know, doing something in the NIL world. So it, it's been good so far. Shout out TTG. Um, shout out Tiger Town Graphics for sure. And, you know, it's so interesting because a lot of guys coming into NIL, like there were some freshmen, Will, I know, who had a logo, had stuff going on, um, like before the season even started, July 1. So what was it about for you, or you wanted to wait a little bit? You weren't someone that was pushing stuff before the season. Did you kind of want to, hey, I'm going to prove myself first before I put anything out there? Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, you know, I, I didn't want to get that reputation, uh, you know, especially in the locker room of, you know, kind of mm-hmm. just being that guy. You know, I, I wanted to gain the respect of my teammates and, you know, of, of the fans and, and the coaches. And they, I didn't want that to kind of put, put a wrench in, in the progress that I was making in that department. So, uh, you know, to kind of get on the field and, you know, make my name known, kind of just continue to gain the respect of everybody. Uh, I, I just felt like it was the right time. And uh, I, I definitely didn't want to do it too early. And I, I think, you know, everything, you know, kind of just w- worked itself out in a way. I love that. And I think your teammates respect that as well. The other thing that stands out to me is that Dabo called you with an NIL idea. That concept would blow people's minds because people love to rag on Dabo that he's been, was a little bit against NIL before it got going, but now he's, he's all for it. So what has your experience been with coach Sweeney when it comes to NIL? Yeah, it's funny you say that because, you know, like you said, people think that Coach Sweeney, you know, doesn't want us to make money or doesn't want us to, you know, profit outside of the football field. Um, but you know, he's he's the only reason this this has happened. Uh, and and he he has great ideas like that all the time. You know, like ship happens is not the only idea that he's pitched to me. Um, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. I bet. <laughs> yeah. So you know, we'll see if maybe a couple other ideas can can kind of you know come to the light here soon. Um, but no, he's he's totally you know a great you know marketing marketing person if, if you could put it that way um but no he, i think it just goes to show how much he really cares about his players you know not only on the football field but he just wants to see us succeed um in every part of life you know on the football field off the football field as as men as well so chip i, I want to touch something that you you were talking about there with the nil stuff and, and wanting to prove it you know kind of first and and then you know just the the view of the locker room and really what has been so intriguing to me as a guy who has been there, done that, played in there, and, and to see where you are and, and how, in my eyes, from an outsider, now I'm not there every day, but, man, you look like one of the leaders. It sounds like you're one of the leaders. And the the hard work that you've put in, the work and practice, and really just the emergence of such a young guy, and it doesn't matter. What, where did that mindset come from for you? And then was that like – kind of intimidating coming in here as a, as a young gun into a, a, I mean, a dynasty, a big, massive program. And to say, you know what, I'm just going to work as hard as I can and we'll see what happens. Yeah. That was the mindset I had right there is I, I was just going to keep my head down and work. And, and you're hundred percent right. When I came in, it was, it was a little intimidating because, you know, you got all these all Americans and, you know, just dudes and uh, to, to kind of come in as the freshman, I, I was trying to find my way, trying to find my spot, but I think that, you know, I've kind of transformed into into the leader that I wanted to be this year, you know, just slowly getting into that role and 
and all the people around me have made it you know really easy on me and i think i can really thank god because he's just given i i think he just gave me leadership qualities and you know it kind of got to a point where i i felt earlier this season where i wasn't really using them in the right way and you know i maybe wasn't you know voicing my opinion or holding all my teammates accountable to to what i normally would so um you know i, I think after the pit game for me when I struggled personally in that game uh, is when I really wanted to flip the switch because, you know, that's three losses right there. And, and, you know, from, from then on, we've re- you know really just ramped it up and um, you know, I, th- it's made it a lot easier on me as a leader to kind of step into that role, uh, which, you know, I, I love being a leader. It's, it's one of my favorite things to just elevate everybody around me. And it makes me better as a person as well. Uh, and as a football player. So. What did that look like after the pit game? Was it a lot of uh, looking inwards and reflection, accountability? I know you've talked about how the running back room has really uh, become closer in the last month or so and in the latter part of the season. What did that look like when you guys had to say, all right, this is our third loss. Like we, this, this has to get fixed. I think it was just a lot of self-reflection, you know, kind of looking in the mirror um, and, and asking yourself, you know, what am I going to do about this? You know, a lot of adversity has has come our way this season with everything from injuries to you know losing a couple close games to you know winning winning a couple a, a bunch of close games um you know coach Sweeney did this thing where he put together a b- bunch of the two and three lost teams when we were at that point and he's like I'm gonna bring this up at the end of the season we're gonna look at this list and see where those teams have gone and where we have gone and I just want you guys to be proud of how you guys have finished and I think that we can say we're, we're proud right now I mean we're, we're not close to done yet but you know we've really just uh, persevere and, and and made it happen. Uh, so I, I'm I'm looking forward to these next couple of games and you know how we finish out. But I'm I'm so proud of the guys and, and the team and how we've done so far. You know after the pit game. Chip, how how did your teammates you know react to this? Because I think as as a person who maybe hasn't been in a, a locker room at this level at the Division One level, maybe they hear that and they say, "Man, a, a freshman came in here and is is telling." seniors what to do is telling these guys what to do and I don't think people really understand is when you have game and when you're a dog like people listen so how was that once you did say okay I I gotta speak up I have to speak up I have to be who I am even though maybe you wanted some other older guys to lead the way how was that received by your teammates um I, I I think it's been received really well so far just just because I did take that time period to to kind of lay off of the leadership role and really focus on gaining the respect. Um, and I, I think my teammates know that, you know, I wouldn't tell them anything or I wouldn't tell them to do something that I wouldn't do myself. Um, and I, I, you know, 110% stick to that. So I just, I just think my teammates know that whatever I'm telling them is just me trying to get them better. And yeah, it might be in a harsh way or it might be in a nice way, you know, depending on the situation, but um, you know, w- whatever that leadership role is, I'm stepping into it and and I'm just trying to elevate the people around me. And, you know, just as so many people have, have done for me so far, you know, Darian Wrencher, Will Brown, they they really were great leaders to me when I stepped in. I, I never questioned their their judgment or their opinion um, because I, I knew they weren't doing it to, to bring me down. All they were trying to do is elevate. Uh, and I, I think that's kind of how my teammates feel towards towards my leadership role. Chip, I want to talk about something that I've heard you speak about before. And um, for any NC State fans listening to this podcast, they may want to just mute this part, even though State did beat Clemson this year. So they have that. They do have that. Um, But I know you grew up in an NC State family. So walk us through why you chose Clemson. Yeah. So it's it's honestly a a funny story because, you know, I, I came to Clemson camps my sophomore and my junior year. 
And I, I loved it. You know, I loved all the coaches, but, you know, I remember walking away after my junior year when I, when I had gotten the offer uh, from coach Sweeney and coach Elliott and, you know, just talking to my dad, like, Oh, Clemson is an awesome spot, but I just really don't see myself there. Um, you know, NC state had just, it, it had been that spot for me. Um, it's just something that I always, it's just what I knew. Um, and then I would say really when it flipped was the, the January junior day for me. Uh, you know, m- my whole family and I went and I went from just going like, oh, I just want the experience of visiting, you know, Clemson to wanting to commit, you know, the same day. Uh, and I, I told Coach Elliott that I was like, you know, I, I want to commit today, but I'm going to, you know, hold it out, wait and and respect you guys because I, I haven't given all of these other schools the opportunity that I've given you guys. Uh, and then, you know, COVID hit and it just came down to a what's best for me. And, and Clemson University is that. And I, I think it's it's shown that this first year I've been here. I'm, I'm so glad I you know ended up a Tiger. You also look, I've heard you tell this, so you don't have to really go into it if you want, but. Your family made some state jerseys. Oh, we're just we're just stabbing the knife in these state fans. I feel so bad, but that is a funny story. You got to tell us. Yes, yeah. So um, <laughs> we always go to this family reunion down in Cherryville, North Carolina. Um, your family's got a huge cow farm uh, down there in Cherryville. So you know, we always go. Whole fam is there, and I get there. You know, my family and I get there, and everybody's got on these, you know, number nine, because that, that's what I wore in high school. Everyone's got on these number nine Shipley jerseys. And I'm just thinking in my head, like, yeah, like, it's just not good. Because, you know, at this point, oh, I, I no. had, yeah, <laughs> at this point, I had known, like, you know, empty State's just not, not going to be it for me. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was awkward. Uh, but, you know, I, I always appreciate the support. And it's funny, because they, they, most of them actually wore their jerseys to the game this year. Oh. Uh, yeah, clubs versus NC State. That's brilliant. Um, <laughs> yeah so it, it's a funny story you know we, we still laugh about it to the you know to the family members who you know still aren't a little mad about my decision um but yeah it's, it's a funny story to look back on that, that is amazing I love that man some ride or die NC State fans and, and ultimately you got to make what what's best decision for you and, and I think you did that especially just you know seeing the success that you've had so early and often in this year and, and really just to get back to football and look at you said it changed that Pittsburgh game uh, after the fact, and then it was very evident, you know, playing FSU, and that's when the shirt comes about, the saying. It, it just seemed like, I don't know, the game slowed way down for you. Is that kind of what happened after FSU, or was it really just that mentality saying, man, I've got to lock in? Well, it, it had to be one of the two. Yeah, I think it's really a, a combination of both. I, I think, you know, kind of coming off that injury, you know, that I had against NC State, you know, Pitt was my first game back. I, I don't know if I was, you know, fully – mentally prepared to to come back and you know kind of step into the role that they were asking me to step into and and you know I I I said that I was ready for that role so you know that's that's on me but after that game is when I think it really all clicked for me and it was it was just like you know you've got you've got to step into that role you know you 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 have to do this and um you know when that responsibility is on when that pressure's on is usually when I perform my best and I, I feel like that's a huge reason why, you know, we've been having a, a lot of success in the you know past couple of weeks, really since Pittsburgh, uh, is because I think my, my mindset has just totally changed. And, you know, my confidence has, has increased, uh, increased a lot over the past couple of weeks. Let's talk about the Gamecock ship. What have you heard about playing there? What do you know about this rivalry and what excites you about this rivalry game? Just these past two days, uh, you know, day and a half, you know, Monday and, and, and to where we are today, um, I, I've learned so much about this rivalry. 
And, uh, you know, just looking on Twitter, scrolling, I mean, uh, all the accounts I follow, just, you know, throwback posts of Clemson versus South Carolina. Um, you know, Coach Sweeney sat in our team meeting yesterday and, and asked really almost all the former players, you know, what's your record against South Carolina? And every single one of them had it in one second. You know, a funny one being Taj Boyd, <laughs> you know, n- not not being able to, you know, have, have a win there. Oh, um, no. Everybody, yeah, everybody kind of got a laugh out of that one. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think it just goes to show that, you know, this this game matters. And um, it matters to the fan base, matters to the state. You know, we're defending the state. That's that's our goal. We're, we're here to win the state championship. And, you know, I, I know the meaning behind this game and I'm, I'm fully ready to, uh, you know, kind of adopt that mentality. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm ready to, you know, go into Williams Bryce Stadium and and do what we got to do. Chip, I, I love it, man, because you right now are at the exact same place that I was as a freshman coming from another state, both of us coming from North Carolina, growing up, you know, loving and cheering for other teams. We don't understand it, how much people are going to hate you that day, how much people are not going to want you to have any success. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great environment. Um, You know, I think you guys are going to have really, really good success. Just looking at how, you know, the Gamecocks are going to want to try to defend you there. Um, I want to go off the field a little bit here and, you know, talk about a guy that I think you, you try to emulate and, you know, really just in your game, what we've seen from it can maybe get to the this level if, if everything goes the way they want with Christian McCaffrey. Um, is, is he kind of a guy that you really try to model your game after? Yes. Yeah, 100%. I know everyone uh, probably listening. Right, typical. Like, oh, right? like of course, cliche. of course. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but no, it truly is. You know, I've I've been a huge fan of him since he was at Stanford. Um, and, you know, if, if you go to, you know, I, I think I've said this, but if you go to my YouTube, you know, recent searches, it's literally just Christian McCaffrey, you know, <laughs> highlights at every stage, every level. Um, I just love the way he plays the game, just the tenacity, the grit, uh, the perseverance that he plays with, um, you know, just how he carries himself on and off the field too. It's just, he's a, he's a role model for me. And uh, any little thing that I can pick up from his game and try to add into mine, uh, anytime I look back on film, I'm like, oh, you know, it kind of looks a little bit like, you know, I, I get a smile <laughs> on my face because uh, just knowing he's such a great player and, you know, I, I would love to try to be, you know, not like him one day, be myself, but, you know, emulate his game in, sure. in, in a lot of ways. No doubt. Are there any other NFL running backs or maybe even college that, that you've seen that you're like, man, I, I just love watching that guy play? Yeah, I would say AK from the Saints. Um, you know, he's just done a great job. Uh, that, that's probably the, you know, the other one behind Christian, just because both of them are so, um, kind of transforming the game. Uh, you know, they kind of go from not getting 25 carries a game, but rather getting 25 touches with, you know, 60% runs, 40% catches, you know, that, that's, that's kind of how I want to be. I want to ask you about the, the, just that running back room. And we mentioned it earlier about how you guys are, you know, coming together more and, and, you know, building those relationships. But, you know, how do you describe the relationship between, you know, Pace, yourself, Mafa, uh, all these guys in that room? It just seems like y'all love to win together and really celebrate each other. Yeah, you're 100% right by saying that. Um, you know, I, I think last week was a perfect example because, you know, we, we all kind of have had our ins and outs, you know, Kobe, COVID, me getting injured against NC State, you know, Phil kind of not being fully healthy. But, you know, last week, Kobe had one heck of a game. And, uh, you know, you got Phil Moff on the sideline smiling, you know, all, for all four quarters for, for me and Kobe, maybe not getting as much of an opportunity. But I think that just describes our room perfectly because, you know, we've had different people have to step up throughout the year. And I think the person that has been sidelined, been on the bench, is as happy for that person 
as they would be for him if he got that opportunity. Uh, and I, I just think that goes to show how tight knit our group is. And then you talk about someone like Darian Rencher, who uh, hasn't gotten the opportunity that he wanted to this year, but has still just persisted as a leader in our in our room and has given out knowledge and experience that that none of us have. Um, so just, you know, whenever he speaks, our ears are open and, you know, our mouths are closed because he's always got some great knowledge to share. We're just so happy for one another. And, uh, you know, it's it's just a great room and it's really just continuing to transform into that way. That's good stuff, Ship. Okay, before we let you run, we know you got a lot more prep to do for South Carolina. Um, Let's talk Thanksgiving. What are your favorite? So I'm a ham person. Mac is a turkey person. And this has divided us, you know, for our entire friendship. Oh, shit. Be careful here, man. Thanksgiving plate. What's on your Thanksgiving plate, Ship? So I'm definitely going to have to go turkey as well. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yes. I, I'm a turkey guy, no question. But I, my favorite Thanksgiving, uh, you know, is is probably stuffing, I, I would say. Okay. Uh, just just because, you know, I, I just never person. really, yeah, I just never really get to have it much. Um, you know, maybe Christmas time too, but but you know, stuffing is is the number one thing on the plate. Probably one of the biggest uh, servings as well. Love the, the you know, turkey on a, on a roll. Um, really just throw everything on there, mashed potatoes. I mean, as much as I can get on that plate is, is what I'm going to eat. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's one of my favorite holidays. By that, far. that a boy. All right. Here, here's the, the real kicker. This is the biggest one. Pumpkin pie, pecan pie, sweet potato pie. You can only choose one. Where are you going? I'm going sweet potato pie. Yeah, I'm going sweet potato pie. Shit, what is this? Did Max send you? Did Max send nope, you the answers? I didn't before? send him anything. I didn't he send did him not. anything. <laughs> we just come from the same cloth. Yeah, that's I, right. It's just how it rolls. <laughs> mm, I get it. Hey, ship. Okay, for your next nil deal, can we get a T-shirt that says "Stuffing should be in every meal"? Like we need stuffing outside of just Thanksgiving. Work on that. Talk to TTG. Let me know. Hey, we'll try to make that happen because we're on the same side there. Uh, I think it needs to be way more common than it is. <laughs> Man, Will Shipley, this was a lot of fun, bro. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, good luck Saturday. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me on. What an awesome interview with Will Shipley. We really appreciate him taking the time during Rivalry Week to sit down and talk with us and break down, you know, ship happens and uh, talk about the NC State ties in his family, which I thought was very interesting. Talk a little Thanksgiving, talk a little rivalry week. He is one of the best interviews in the ACC. He's already so polished as a freshman. It's really impressive, Mac. And I'm excited. I'm excited for as we're recording this for our listeners to hear this episode and to um, finally get one of these Clemson guys on because it's been a minute. This was the perfect week. This was the perfect week to get a Clemson guy on for Clemson South Carolina week. That's right. Uh, just so impressive, as you said. Just a, a young man who is beyond his years and, and such a great leader already for Clemson. The future, extremely bright for that young man on and off the field with these Clemson Tigers. Guys, do yourself a favor. We have a, a producer on this show by the name of Richmond Weaver that – does so much great work for us. Listen, I stumble, stutter, mess up a thousand times a show. Somehow, he makes this episode, each and every episode, sound so, so good. He has his own podcast, Rich Take on Sports. Go check that out. And he also has this really cool project in the works. One day, he's going to let us share with you guys what that is. You can't 
miss it. It's going to be so much fun. But that's it from us, guys. If you haven't already, go over to iTunes, follow our podcast, drop us a little five-star rating, or write us a review. We'd greatly appreciate that. But until next time, we'll see y'all.